Hey everyone, welcome once again to the Dishes and Doctrine audio blog. I'm Rachel, your host, and of course this is the place where motherhood and theology collide. Now I have to apologize in advance if the microphone sounds kind of funny this week. I actually dropped it down our basement steps, so um, I'm not sure how much it'll affect the quality, but hopefully everything will still work well this week. I hope that you're having a great holiday season so far. We decorated pretty early just because of everything that we have to pack into this season. I like to decorate early. That way I can sit back and enjoy it for a few weeks. And I love watching my kids enjoy this season as well. Of course, every day there's a thousand different questions like, when will it snow, mommy? And it's been kind of a a warm November and even into December, so I'm not sure when it's going to snow, but they'll ask if they can watch a Christmas movie and drink hot chocolate. When are we going to put together the gingerbread house? Is that package for me? And how many days left until we open our presents? The entire Christmas season is just packed with expectancy. From the moment the first scent of leftover holiday cheer is released from the storage box, everyone in the home looks forward to the culmination of these few joyful weeks. Christmas is coming. As theologically minded parents, we have the opportunity to use that feeling of anticipation to teach our children one of the most major themes of scripture, which is the presence of God with man. In the beginning, the Creator designed a perfect garden with perfect foliage, perfect animals, and perfect food in which He walked in a perfect relationship with Adam and Eve. That communion was tragically broken at their sinful rebellion, but the story didn't end there. Genesis 3.15 says, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Something was coming to resolve this curse, but it wouldn't be as immediate as this first family may have suspected. The entire Old Testament traces the suspense surrounding the wait for a permanent resolution to this sin problem. God instructs his people to build the tabernacle and later the temple as dwelling places for his presence. God's relationship with his chosen people came at the price of sacrifice after sacrifice, year after year. A small child may feel like the days leading up to Christmas are endless. Each seems to drag as she waits patiently for the hope promised to her. And in a similar and even more significant way, Israel longed for the arrival of their rescuer. How long would God wait to fulfill his long-standing promises. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. In his perfect, never early, never late timing, the father set into motion the answer to his covenant with mankind. And the word, that's Jesus, became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, Glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. God himself would now tabernacle with his creation. Jesus would be both the high priest and the sacrifice necessary to complete the plan set in motion in Genesis. 
When he returned to heaven, he would send the Holy Spirit to dwell in the hearts of the redeemed. The church is now a living temple for the presence of God. But we're still waiting. There's more to come. Listen to this from Revelation. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. Wow, what a breathtaking description of the end of the story. We live in anticipation for all to be made new. We look around at our broken world and ask how long, but we can wait with hope. Just as a small child confidently knows that there will be gifts under the tree on December 25th, we as believers cling to the fulfillment and the resolution that is surely coming with Jesus' return. The celebration of Jesus' birth is a chance for our families to wonder at the greatest gift ever given and to prepare for the final chapter of God's story that's yet to come. Emmanuel God with us. I hope you are enjoying your Christmas season with your family, and I hope that you're able to spend some time uh, reflecting on God's gift in Jesus to us. I hope that um, you are able to maybe even take some extra time for yourself as a busy mom to do a study, an Advent study. Um, I have been doing one called Everyday Hope by Katie Orr, and I can put the link to that devotional in the show notes for today in case you're looking for something to do as we head into the new year. As always, you can email me at any time at rachel at dishesanddoctrine.com or head over to dishesanddoctrine.com to click on any of my social media profiles and connect with me that way. As we head into the busy Christmas season, I won't be around the blog much, but I will probably be hanging around Instagram, so I'd love to connect over there. Have a great day.